Don't mind sad. me. It's 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 <laughs> traffic outside. It's Hoboken. It's a, it's a car alarm. <laughs> Is there a oh, goose outside your house, Dan? Is this a surprise? Do you have your window open? It's winter. It gets hot in there. Yeah, okay. you're a maniac. What's going on? It's, it doesn't matter if the window's open or closed <laughs> when there's a horn right, outside. Anyway. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast, where you are the listener. This is episode 93. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Magro. Joining me today, not two, but three giggly ganders who always bring a radio blasting sick beats to their picnics. Dave Grimma. That's me. Dan Colonna. Yeah. And for the first time from the Rassle Rap Podcast and Mr. October in the 2020 Hunky New York Firefighter Calendar. What? Vin Forte. Oh my God. How did you find that sure out falls. so far ahead of time? Yeah. I am on eBay. I saw it and I was like, <laughs> he lied to me. Did you go on my Model Mayhem profile? That's usually that's my one of my, it's on a favorite bar. You know, the little favorites. Mm-hmm. You put the star on it. Anyway, Vin Forte, welcome to the podcast, sir. How's it going? Oh my God. It's going great. It's great. Well, we're glad to have you because today, today's a special day. Today's the day we talk about the goose. The goose that everyone knows. They see the memes on the internets on Title Goose Game. That's right. What? We're talking about it. It's, it's that goose? It's a game that's so good, it doesn't even have like a real name. But then that, that, I mean, it's, got a, it's a name that's not a name. It's a very It's one of those things that's like, you know what? The working title's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> they got really tired. I'm of happy, it. though. Like, eh, just throw it means on Means they there. put more effort into the game? Honestly, we, we had our fantasy draft the other day day for um fantasy, fantasy critics league yes yeah yeah and there was on the games list it said untitled batman game and i was like oh that joke only just now good. landed with me man <laughs> is that a joke i was like i was like oh, is warner brothers making an untitled goose game that's batman that'd be kind of oh, cool. oh, i, I want batman know. dlc oh, batman for untitled goose. Goose game. but it's really just the it's goose just like a skin he's the joke i don't though, know right? oh, that's good but anyway before we start talking about that we're gonna we're gonna turn the spotlight to Mr. Forte. It's first time on the podcast. We gotta we gotta breathe him in what? like a like a fine meat product. <laughs> you have to like when you're shopping for cold cuts. Even though I haven't done that, you know what I like to do. When yeah, I yeah. You know when you shop for cold, you know when you shop for cold cuts and you put the meat right up to your face yep. and you're like, mm, Tony, let me good... smell the beef today. That's a good. beef. Wait, that's how's that haggis? <laughs> that's not how you guys pick out. Cold cuts? No. Isn't that how you pick out cold cuts? I thought that's how you're supposed to. Yeah. No, you get it in your notch. Uh, a cheese. Nice, nice peppercorn. Mm. <laughs> the peppercorn smells but good today. Obviously, he's in from the Wrestling Rap Podcast. As a person who has no knowledge of wrestling, wrestling, podcast worthy, why? What's with wrestling? Why do we care why about wrestling? wrestling? <laughs> why wrestling? Because, it, because it's hot right now. There's a lot going on in wrestling. It's not just... You know, you're, you're WWE's anymore. You've got AEW, you've got uh, Game Changer Wrestling, you've got Beyond Wrestling, you've got Impact Wrestling, you've got all these independent promotions, you've got, you know, a, a sick modding scene going on right now with old video modding games. Scene. Yeah. Oh, wrestling video okay. games are getting modded. Oh. Yeah, so really? if you're oh yeah, if you're a fan of like especially the N sixty four, like No Mercy. Oh, I do. Oh, no Mercy was a good game. And, and uh, you know, WrestleMania two thousand or uh, WCW versus NWO Revenge. Like people are making like yeah, new re- modern revenge. versions of those games. 
Reven- I <laughs> spent so many hours playing Revenge. A lot of time in those. Like, it <laughs> hurt. It's remember, like, the grappling. You were just like, destroy this controller. Yeah. <laughs> mm. But why do you like wrestling? What's so great about it? <laughs> because it's way more, uh, it, it's more anime than it's ever been. If you've ever watched, if you've ever watched like gifs on Twitter or like clips of, especially like independent promotions or like the stuff going on in Japan and places like New Japan Pro Wrestling and Pro Wrestling Noah, um, it's very high flying. It's very acrobatic, which some people complain mm-hmm. about. Wrestling purists complain about it because they're oh, like, no, I like I like the luchador like high flying stuff. Yeah. yeah, like let me. I'm gonna do a big no no right now. Mm-hmm. And oh uh, I'm gh- gonna send you a, 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 a clip. Osprey will look to fly. Oh, he steps out of the way. Oh, on that rip. Wait a minute. Speak. Oh, count it. Oh. I mean, it reminds me of like um, Mark and I used to watch. WCW when they were still a thing, like yeah, like and, I remember like the first match kid. of the pay per views was always like a featherweight match, or whatever they called it, cruiserweight. That was the yeah. term they used, and those the cruiserweights always were high flying like that. It was that was that was my favorite match of the night almost always. Yeah, well now Hardy it's like boys. the cruiserweights have kind of like taken over. They're That's just good. flying yeah. everywhere. <laughs> they just did flippies and flappies, and they're all doing like and they're doing like somersault. Yeah. That's crazy. I think that's he great. Could, he could dodge more often than a hunter in, in Destiny. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, so it's you enjoy the actual, like, is there still, like, storylines and, like, drama? Oh, yeah. Like, if you're, the like, scenes? the really good promotions know how to build stuff for, like, years. Like, like, again, I'm a big fan of, like, New Japan Pro Wrestling. And they just paid off a storyline at their annual uh, Wrestle Kingdom event that okay. is, like, seven years in the making. Whoa. So how much of... The more underground wrestlings does Wrestle Rap talk about? I know there's some really like local scenes. You I would guys say have it's a lo- like I would say it's like fifty fifty. Like we yeah. we try and because people do still want to hear about WWE, mm-hmm. but which we I think is great. And, I can't believe yeah, which mm. but we always try and like interject a lot more of like the independent scene into That's cool. it as well. That's awesome. And like mm. we interview wrestlers. Like I I've interviewed some wrestlers the past couple months like from australia from mm-hmm. canada from all across the united states uh, my partner emilio sparks has been uh did some commentating for uh, gcw game changer wrestling this past month and we're gonna get like more involved with them uh going forward uh he also awesome. recently he also recently worked for the wwe okay uh but he can't really talk a, a whole lot about that but yeah. he Whoa. did some he, but he did some work for them and uh He'll slip in some like fun facts and like yeah. or not. I so saw fun him there on his Twitter. Emilio's wonderful. I'm so glad that you're working with Emilio <laughs> on on that because you guys are a perfect match together on that podcast. Given you're both so into wrestling, and he's just yeah. such a great guy. I've always every time I've spoken to Emilio, it's been good. And he's tell us how you really feel. He's so him. handsome too. His <laughs> hair is beautiful. His he is a very is handsome nice. man. He's great. I'm glad you guys have All something right. to work on. Enough of this man loving <laughs> and wrestling <laughs> but video game podcast. Let's pull it together. No, 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 no. Vin? I'm sure you've covered this numerous times on your own podcast, but from the classic wrestlers, like uh. who is your favorite? 
Who's my favorite of the classic wrestlers? Um, yeah, like... You know what? I'm actually not that into, like, the 80s... Sure. Hates Ric Flair. Style. Well, I mean, I, no, I love Ric Flair. I'm sorry. That was, like, a broad statement. <laughs> <laughs> Ric Flair. Like, everyone, hey, like, he's got that Ric Flair drip. Everyone loves Ric Flair. Um, Gotta love it. Yeah. No one bleeds like that. No, no one bleeds like Ric Flair. Well... You know, I'm trying to think. Bruiser Brody probably bled. Best um, bleeder in wrestling. With the mix of the hair, though? Oh, uh, no. You know who's, you know who's the best bleeder? The Great Muda. Wow. Look up I've the Great Muda. I wish this they, was like, something he has his I own, get paid. You want to see somebody bleed? No, really he has well. his own <laughs> scale. It's called, the, it's called the Muda scale. People use it to determine like how much someone's bled during a match. Oh. <laughs> That's upsetting. All right. I'm done with Speaking this now. Speaking of Let's the Muda scale. Games. Coming back with video games. <laughs> Vin, you play video games. I do. That's why we had you. Tell us about your, your gaming history. What, what were your systems growing up? Oh, what were some God. big games that my, you loved? My favorite system, undeniably, is... Uh, not that someone would deny it. I don't know who would walk up and be like, no, it's not your favorite you're system. Not, you're That's wrong, not true. You're not allowed I to su- like it. I know you love the Atari 2600. <laughs> don't you come here and tell me ColecoVision. <laughs> no, I, I, I really love the Dreamcast. Dreamcast okay. is probably Ooh. my favorite system. Man. In fact, they finally came out with a good Dreamcast emulator recently Tell me. Uh, called uh, Redream. So if you we look do. that up online, we do. If, you've, if you're someone who's like looked up Dreamcast emulation in the past and it wasn't really like quite what you thought it was going to be, like Redream is really, really good. They have a good user interface, too, which not a whole lot of uh, emulators have. And I think, uh, I think like 85% of the games are compatible. That's a lot. Which is, which is high for like that era of gaming like any system post like playstation that you're trying to emulate so i've just been Mm. going through recently and playing a lot of um import games uh from the dreamcast a lot of games that i used to play a lot of jet grind radio uh shenmue uh sonic adventure did you play shenmue 3 I looked. I watched some reviews of it, and it seemed very boring. <laughs> I have it. I haven't played it yet, but I backed it when it was like still twenty bucks, and I was like, "I'll play Shenmue three because I played the first one." Yeah, and I, I really, definitely I really found some wanna, sailors. I really want to yeah. get into the Yakuza games because the Yakuza games feel like Shenmue, but like with way more stuff to do. The Yakuza games are Shenmue, but then also insane. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what they, I think. Like Shenmue is one of those things that if you played it back in the day, it was so oh, like yeah. it w- yes new and exciting. But like now, compared to like y- Yakuza, yeah. I played um, Kiwami for like a good ten hours. Yeah. Mm. I was like, oh, I could totally see why people just lose their ass over. Yeah. This. There's so, so many little things in Shenmue, and then Yakuza takes those little things, says, "Okay, great, we get it, video games," and then just in goes off. It just goes off. Video games. Yeah, yeah like Yakuza nice. Zero takes place in the eighties yep. and it's mm-hmm. like that feels like I get the same feeling with that that I did with Grand Theft Auto Vice City, which I still say is the best mm. Grand Theft Auto. It's a great I'm looking at my copy right now. I'm staring at it. Yes. I'm talking Probably about I would think like, well, I don't know, five okay. five did some stuff. But I, I always have a, a soft spot. GTA Online was good. We didn't have to go down this path. I mean, it's yeah. like a lot. Well the, my but, problem right. with, with GTA right now is that it's not very well defined like vice city had the smallest map of any gta game but it felt like Mm. it was so full of Mm -hmm. life and there was like so so much to do yeah it had like such character to it and i play modern gta games now like gta 5 or gta online i'm just like yeah there's a lot to do but it all feels like very hollow you know what i Mm. like about the smaller maps is that you could learn it 
and yes. it becomes I like your that. town. Like, oh, I know how to get there. You don't have to tell me on the map. I know that street because I've been playing this game long enough. And it was learnable. Mm. I could not learn Los Santos. And then I couldn't even get close to learning Los Santos the second time. So right. I think there's something to that. I do. No, that's legit. It's cozy. So let's think back. We're in 2020 now. Let's think back to 2019. What was your favorite game you played in 2019, Ben? Ooh, favorite game. Um, there's a couple that are up there. Uh, definitely Super Mario Maker 2. Yes. Is up yes. there. For no other reason than, honestly, it's just, I bought it, have not made one level yet. I just like going in and playing other people's levels, because it's just, it's infinite Mario's. Mm-hmm. If you told me when I was a kid there was going to come, a, there's gonna, if you told me when I was a kid there was a game that was going to come out, and it was essentially going to be infinite Mario levels, and they're all going to be creative and interesting, and there's going to be DLC that's like Legend of Zelda based... Haven't are they are that they actually though like all interesting? No, like, they're not. Is the system good. curated? That no, well? they're not all. But yeah. it's it's curated better than the original one was. Hmm. And it's more like there are. It's it's kind of the same thing where things that you wouldn't expect to see in a Mario game show up, and then this is an interesting thing you're playing now. So there's there's something to it for sure. Yeah, and then I think another game that I was really high on last year was. Uh, and it, it, it had a little bit of press for like a second, and then it kind of went away, and I want people to revisit it, is a Time Spinner. Oh, yeah. Yes. Vaguely. I brought this up this because of Vin, actually. So I think... I yeah. think that's why. I did. <laughs> bring, I, I brought it up. I was this. like, we should play Time Spinners. We'll have Vin on for it. And then we did Goose Game. We could do that. Time Spinner is basically, if you enjoyed Castlevania Symphony of the Night... This Dave, is I'm, that. I'm listening. This is that. <laughs> just with like a very similar art style, like that that sort of refined like 2D, but like 2D on a PlayStation uh, mm. kind of thing, and with like time travel mechanics. Whoa! Like, like you, of, like you like travel like to the Persia, same or uh kind of like you like you. The game is in one big setting, like 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 the big castle was in Symphony sure, of the Night. Sure. But you could travel into the future and into the past, and the castle's different. Okay. Like, the area that you can explore is different. Like, in the future, it's taken over by yeah. people who, like, went back in time and tried to, like, stop you. I'm trying if you to go think in the past, is... it's, like, more pure and, like, organic-based. I think, I like think the it was Warrior Within did that, Prince of per- the second Prince of Persia game. Or it just gave well, you the, sec- the second new one. Yeah. But, uh... It gave you new um, environments rather than letting you turn back the clock a couple of minutes. Okay, that, but that's that cool. Yeah. Well, besides that, what's another game like? Well, beyond 2019, criminally underrated game. It's like how how is this game? Not I mean, if he's, Dreamcast, if he's a Dreamcast, if he's a Dreamcast, did you ever play Ooga Booga? I've what? I've you just said things. I I, I know their words. <laughs> Ooga Booga was an old Dreamcast game that was like a, an online multiplayer game where everyone's like you play as four different like Kahuna's. Like you could play as Hotty Twitchy. Who do? But like it's just like okay. a, you're saying words. <laughs> they, okay? they need things. <laughs> we need to go help. I know. It's, no, I, I get what you It's in the same Ooga league. Booga. It's like a it's like a, it's like a pen pen triathlon kind of game. I was waiting for Big Kahuna to make an appearance. Apparently not. <laughs> there is it, the he, big, kahuna. big Kahuna is fatty. That's his name. Did you have a Dreamcast? Of thing? course. Um, no. Johnny, my friend from college, had a Dreamcast, and oh. we used to play 
uh, Ooga Booga and uh, well, yeah. Worm and Worms on it. I think those are the only games we ever nice. played on it. <laughs> wow, I had a Dreamcast. Wow, I sold it to my friends, and then they sold it, and I was like, "I'll buy the Dreamcast back," and they're like, "No, nah, I already got rid of it." I'm like, "No, nah. it's gone, bro." Now, yeah, now top top Dreamcast games for me, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom one and two are up there. Yes. Oh, those good mm. games. Uh, Darkstalkers, uh, which not a lot of people own here, but that was an import. But Darkstalkers mm-hmm. is a great series that people should get. Uh, it's like a Capcom. Is that the one where Morgana's from? Yeah, Morgan. yeah. It's basically yes. if, if you've never <laughs> yeah. played Darkstalkers, Morgan. Yeah, it's a typical like Capcom fighting game from that era, but all the characters are based on like classic monsters. Yeah, mm. like there's I forget what the Dracula guy's name is. is it yeah, there's like a Dracula guy. <laughs> there's, like, there's like yeah. there's like a Frankenstein's monster guy. There's yeah. a big mummy guy. Um, and then and then it's, sexy versions. It's pretty. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool though. Like because in isolation, it it's that kind of game. It's just like a monster anime fighting game. But yeah. it got you know those characters became popular because of Marvel vs. Capcom. Which yeah, I don't think it's bad, but it, no. it's cool when you look back at Dark Soccer's on its own. I remember like an old PlayStation magazine or something that had these characters in it, and I was like, "This character design is awesome," you know? Yeah, it, it was probably Marvel versus like that's SNK. My exposure. Or, or yeah. uh, it was probably SNK maybe, versus. Maybe it was uh, an Capcom. old Game Pro, but I don't remember. But I remember seeing those the the artwork for all the characters and being blown away because it was. Such a step up from even Super Street Fighter, which was like the last game that I remember really obsessing over the character design on. Oh, yeah. I used to love uh, the Street Fighter Alpha series. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because that was like way more fast paced. It felt like it just felt exciting to play. Mm-hmm. Alpha was so it sounds awesome. like you do a lot of like fighting game stuff. All these mentions. Oh, uh, shockingly, not as much as you might think. I'm more into like platformers. I used to be really into JRPGs, and then mm. at a Who's certain point, which, and yeah, yeah, exactly. At a certain point, it was just like, oh wow, I need to devote how many hours to this now? Uh, that's not <laughs> yeah, gonna seriously. That's always like my that. summer thing. Summer any game that's like over like 50 hours, like that's yeah. a summer game. I'll like my favorite, that. definitely one of my favorite games of all time is Chrono Trigger. Mm. And uh, you, you're in the right group right now. <laughs> and, and Chrono Trigger is great because it's such a it's such a lean game. It's so tight. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like it, it knows exactly what time. it wants to do, and it does it, and it and it doesn't waste any time. Um, and yeah. then Chrono Cross, I also love, although that's a way more. Um, Dave likes Chrono Cross. Yeah. It's Chrono good. Cross is definitely an uh, more of an ordeal. It's different. It definitely I feel like I thing. have so few like remembering. I mean, I only played about... it through the one time. Yeah, and like now I, I'm like I feel like I can't remember. I'm like I feel like you played most of the game as Lynx and not Surge. You know, maybe. Uh, well, That's the cat yeah, well, because at a certain yeah. point you you become uh you become Lynx. Yeah, like your Surge inside Lynx. Whoa. Yeah, for whatever reason. Well, because totally. well, you find out that Lynx is your dad. What? What? <laughs> I don't remember. Lynx spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, spoilers for Chrono Cross. And well, because there's two... Do- okay, no hold on. Is. First off, you, there's no... I, I contend there's no way to spoil Chrono Cross. I defy you to... I could send you <laughs> a very detailed video that I've watched several times now trying to still explain the plot of Chrono Cross. And I still kind of don't know what's going on. The video is Chrono Cross the precursor to Kingdom Hearts. No, what happened? No, no. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts is its own. Like I don't know what the hell's going on. Only here. gibberish. 
If, if, spiritually, it's a precursor. I was going to say, like, for some reason, Mark was we're asking. We're starting to accept that, like, oh, this might not make sense. There's a lot this There's a lot outside the game that you have to uh, make assumptions about. Yeah, well, was, well, yeah, especially with Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts is a, is a weird duck. It's very, uh... I'm trying to look up how many actual, like, Kingdom Hearts games there's like there 30. are. There's 30-something. There's... There's the three core, but then there's at least, I think, six I thought they were literally things. 30. No, it's because a lot of them are like remasters. It's like 1.5 is like one with some DLC, and then there's like 2.9. Well, okay, here, here we go. Dream, drop distance, whatever. Here we go. There's. I'm going to run through them right now. Here we go. Do it. Uh, starting in 2002 up to 2019. So we're talking around a 20-year span. Whoa. Here's all the Kingdom Hearts games. Sweet. And right off the bat, only three of them are main main series games. Yeah. Uh, Kingdom Hearts, then Chain of Memories, then Kingdom Hearts 2, uh, re-Chain of Memories, Kingdom Hearts Coded, Kingdom Re-chain. Hearts... Here's where it gets wacky. Uh, oh. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts... 358 over two days. Yes. Yeah, here one. it comes. King- Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. Uh-huh. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts Recoded. Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance. Kingdom Hearts 1.5 Remix. Yes. Kingdom Hearts X. Kingdom Hearts 2.5 Remix. Kingdom Hearts Unchained X. Kingdom Hearts 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue. I love Wait, it. Wait, they didn't stop at Unchained? They had to make an Unchained X? <laughs> Yes. And then Kingdom Hearts 3, and then I just read the other day that there's, like, some mobile BS yeah, coming out. Yeah, it's like out. a re... I forgot. There's a mind. The word mind is in it. I mean, you gotta, you gotta give it to them. They're, they're like, let's do these words. Let's got put these words together base, just to see what happens. And they, they, they're serving the fan base. The whole game Remember when you guys had service. to, like, you guys had to, like, talk me off the edge? Because it's like, I'm gonna oh, buy yeah. this collection. Yeah. Mark was great. ready to <laughs> dive, dive in. Dive in deep. Like, we were never like, what is, but, like, what does this even mean? 2.8 final chapter prologue. It's not quite three. Is it the? But it's not like. Is it the final chapter of two? <laughs> no, it's like it's like a remix of two plus a little extra. You're giving me decimal games, <laughs> and I'm sitting here trying to know if Sora is actually Sora or if he's Riku or if he's Donald. Not Duck. only decimal games, but like Kingdom Hearts 358 over two days. Yeah, it takes two. You days. never had one of those days. You were like. Man, it's only been two days, but it feels like it's been three sixty eight, whatever. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, what's up, past? Let's look towards the future, Vin. On the horizon, in your in your spectrum, what's a game you're really excited about that's not out yet? That's not out yet. Oh my god. Um, you know what? I Nothing. I kind of just. <laughs> I kind of like don't know what's coming out lately because I, I I it was a good Christmas. I saved up a little bit of money. I sort of bought all the games that I wanted. I, I buy games in bursts mm. where like I'll wait a couple months and then I'll just like save up the money and get everything that I want at this moment. Like recently, I finally got uh, the Link's Awakening remake. Yes, yeah. which it's is great. So good uh, Pokemon uh, Shield. Oh my god, uh, Luigi's Mansion Three. Uh, speaking <laughs> of JRPGs, Luigi. Final Fantasy X uh, for Switch. You're going to beat that before I do. Uh, no, Sin is is Tidus' dad. That's what you're going to Spoilers! Spoilers, <laughs> bro! That's so horrible. He's dropping bombs here, man. 
Yeah, and I- Luke's <laughs> Vader. <laughs> it's literally the same level of spoiler. Did it's... you know that uh, Emperor Palpatine is... Uh, what? Uh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> calm, calm down. Calm down, everybody. Let's breathe. Let's everybody breathe. But what about like... Uh, Do you know Chewbacca gets remakes? hit by a moon? <gasps> that happens. Wait. What? In a book. No. In a book. It does happen. That's not... It's he not gets hit by a moon? In a book. So it's not in the movies. Don't worry. It's it in the New Wait. Jedi Order. <laughs> yeah, it's when he... Chewbacca. Chewbacca, the only... A one hit by a moon. ...person. He and saves everybody. And in the hit same, by a in celestial the same, body. In the same novel series, uh, Emperor Palpatine gets cloned. That's true. Sure, sure. Why not? That's more. Why, why wouldn't yeah. they do that? This, this reminds me of a text that I recently received. That went. My favorite part of the new Star Wars movie is when Emperor Palpatine says that he has some exciting, exciting news to share with the galaxy. He's engaged. Then the camera gets close, and he whispers an aside to Jar Jar Binks, saying that Jar Jar is the lucky man. Then the rest of the movie is this wonderful music number, with Banks and Palps singing a long duet of love. Stormtroopers are acting like Radio City Rockets. Jawas, Ewoks hop across the screen on pogo sticks and stilts, respectively. And R2-D2 reveals his destiny with the Force by turning into a great big Tylenol. Time stop for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't. I actually stopped and thought. I was like, "What is actually my life?" Right oh, now? you know, you know. I'm going back to the going back to the main question. You know what I'm looking forward to? What? Uh, yeah, a- new Animal Crossing. Yes. And mm-hmm. the uh, Mega Man Zero slash uh, ZX Legacy Collection. Yes. That's also soon. Because Same those games, I feel, are, those games are underrated. People. I could like, tell you stories, Vin, of my adventures as Mega Man Zero. Oh my God, I love that game so wait, much. Wait, I have a quick. Quick question. Is this for Switch so, owners only, Mark? Well, I'm trying. That's why, as an outsider, I'm <laughs> asking questions. Okay. I'm so sorry. the last real, real like, addition to Animal Crossing was what? New oh my Leaf god! Or whatever. Leaf. Yeah, that was the one on 3DS. When you like, compare it to something like Stardew Valley, like what is, like what does Animal Crossing have to do in like a post Stardew Valley? Because I, I remember reading right. it was like a week ago. Okay. Like Stardew Valley apparently sold 10 million copies. Like it's Stardew Valley is insane. That's, Stardew Valley is yeah. is filling the void of Harvest Moon. Yes. Mm. Animal right. Crossing. So is that different? Yeah, Animal Crossing yeah. fills the void of real life. <laughs> <It's> not, <laughs> you know, Vin. I've never heard it said better. Dan wouldn't wasn't happy until he ha- finished his set for his bedroom. That's furniture. It's true, set. What was and it? you have to Seriously. wait days of your actual life for things to like change in the store, and then you get the things you want, and then you have to barter with your wife. Maybe I don't know to see if her store is stocked the way you need it to be stocked. Exactly, your actual wife, or I like yeah, I think Marie, he means his, his actual wife. Thankfully, she plays a lot, but that's how I. Managed to complete my house. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see. It's, Who picked yeah. up Animal Crossing in the league? Somebody has it. Uh, I think uh, uh, Solaria. Not one of us. Yeah, Solaria. <laughs> well. All right. Well, we've been we've been running long. Let's finish this up. Vin, you're gonna answer the lightning round. What? That's what oh my god! Am I gonna be firing questions at you? We'll get a timer. So we get a timer. Don't overthink <laughs> it. Okay. Gotta go with your gut. Okay. I got a bunch of questions. You make it to the end of the questions. I'm, you get one dino dollar. I'm ready. Do you want me to? <laughs> okay. Do you want? Do you want me to just tell you when time's up, or did you want a sound? I Let's can... get like a thirty second mark and okay, then okay. Uh, a buzz of some kind at I, the end. I, I'm gonna buzz myself okay. with my mouth. Right. <laughs> <laughs> then are you are you ready to enter the lightning round? This is I... where you reveal your true soul to us. Okay. Here we go. Ready? Yes. Here we go. 
Start the timer. Gaming today, better than it's ever been or a shell of its former self? Better than it's ever been. True or false, Dan has a rocking bod. Sorry, what? Yeah. True. (laughs) Bottom button on a PlayStation controller, X or cross? X. Achievements or trophies, awesome metagame or a total waste of time? Uh, Completely subjective. Oh, I hate you. Uh, (laughs) Last meal you order before you're standing in front of a firing squad. Uh, last meal before. Wow. Before from a fire oh, mark. <laughs> holy. Uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> holy Toledo. Um, You're dying with time. Well, Hot fries. <laughs> no, last meal. Okay, uh, I would go with a <laughs> nice. You're, you have ten more sec. Uh, I would have a nice, uh, greasy chicken fried steak. Who wins in a fight, Neo or John Wick? John Wick. Thank you. Perfect Friday night. Pizza or drinks, and, and Netflix or chill. What? Both. I messed up my things. <laughs> Dude. VR, totally rad or total waste of time? Totally rad depending uh, on the game. <laughs> wow. You didn't make it. You didn't make it. <laughs> but he said totally oh, rad just for the. I'll ask my last question though. In the meat locks, in the meat lock. <laughs> You're doing a great in job. In the meatloaf Mark. song, I would do anything for love. Oh, I thought I you said the, the meat locker. I'm like, I didn't see I that. I did Academy originally. <laughs> but in the meatloaf song, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. I think it's what hurt locker. That? that is. Oh, it's uh, Amy Box. That's legitimately what the answer is. And speaking of that topic, what could lead to it better than the main topic, Untitled Goose Game? Oh, is this, mm, is this, this is our my, transition to main topic. Am I, this is it? Am I on? Am I, <laughs> this is it now, Dan. This is live? your moment. Hold on. Let's start talking about okay. it. Okay. It's a lovely day it in the village, and you are a horrible goose. Oh, Chris Walken. Untitled Goose Game <laughs> is a slapstick stealth sandbox where you, a goose, let loose in an unsuspecting village, make your way around town. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's falling apart. People's Children backyards closer to the high street shops, to the village green, setting up pranks, stealing hats, honking a lot, and generally ruining everyone's day. Featuring a horrible goose—that's you—a town full of people just trying to get on with their day. You hate them. A dedicated honk button. Three exclamation points within a parenthesis. Whoa, that's it's important. That's but I again for the because 93rd, you can never honk just once. You cannot once you learn no, you have once a honk you honk button, you just can't. <laughs> skunk. It's, an it's like honk. they gave me a honk button. Great, but I I did I I didn't write this. I made it up. I read it from a, it's a website. I'm sorry. It's from a card. I read it from a card. Episode ninety three. I still haven't kicked my dirty habit of reading, but I think Dave's gonna help Wait. me out. You're we skipping the, the best tags. part. Oh, this is a stupid Epic Games game. So there oh, are it no doesn't tags. Have tags. So I'm oh. going to make up some tags. Um, the goose. You got. Uh, what is goose. this? How do you even. Goose how do you, puzzle. Um, puzzle. Fantastic video game. And. Uh, uh, simulator. Yeah, there simulator. it is. And then the one hidden tag that I totally rocked on this with um i'll guess uh rake in the river oh my god dave and vin do you guys have a checklist whoa vin Uh, what's the hidden tag hidden tag is a farmer Uh, you guys did it you all nailed it and i didn't i'm sorry i well that fell apart I just, I just, I've done better. I like when you do a bit and then you underplay your own I've, bit. I've done better. I've just, I've done better in my whole. You thought oh, that was here, a bit? Here's a tag. Pastel shading. 
That's a good one. Shanning. That's a good one. I'm so mad it's on Epic Games. Maybe indie? <laughs> it is indie, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Might have been good. Might have been good. Webbed but, feet. Dave, what oh. is it like to play Untitled Goose Game? Oh, let the... me tell you. Please do. You are a super intelligent goose. Why, thank you. Who was prepared to prey on the oh. kindness of humans and their unwillingness to resort to acts of animal cruelty to defend themselves. So you know it. This in a way they know it. Directions. So this town and its inhabitants become your plaything as you bully children and gardeners for your own amusement. Rated A for everyone. Did you? <laughs> Did you write that? All right, you yeah. took this. Step. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> well, Dave, round of applause. I'll clearly, we see this as two different directions. But before we get there, let's start with the essence of what this game is. This game is a puzzle game. It, you got, I guess, tasks to do, and you got to figure out ways to do them. So every section kind of starts off. There's kind of four little main sections. You get a checklist asking you to do various things to the people there and with the objects there. So as a puzzle game, what do you guys think? Was it enjoyable, too simple, too kind of convoluted, too silly? Uh, sometimes it Just was right. Sometimes it was a little frustrating, but it's like so rewarding when you finally put two and two together and you like lock a child in a phone booth. <laughs> <laughs> Or yeah. like upset the the lady at the the market who's like just mm. trying to brush her street. Yeah, <laughs> she needs the street to be groomed nicely at all times. And you're just See, a uh, yeah, and you're just a nasty little goose just going around honking. Goon? So in <laughs> the point, like, did goon? it? The thing I was thinking about as I was playing it, I was kind of reminded of like the old like Lucas Arts point and click games. Yeah, where it's kind I think of like those are a lot more puzzles. convoluted in terms of the puzzles than this is. Mm, like I think oh, these are man. a lot more straightforward, and because like it, uh, it's like, oh, I didn't think to tie the magnet to the the reaching thing to put it inside the giant bowl of yarn. Right. Oh man, Goose from giant Maniac Mansion confirmed. <laughs> it just pops out of the microwave. I think, yeah, yeah. The goose put who put this hamster in the microwave? <laughs> goose. I like put this giant game. sweater in the dryer for for I, for thirty years or whatever it is. I have <laughs> no, I have no reference for Ma- Maniac Mansion at all. That's so oh, you would love their sa- you would love the soundtrack to Maniac. Mansion. Yeah, I bet that sounds that sounds like a cool title. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I feel weird calling it a puzzle game. Because there are tasks, yeah. and there are many ways to do the tasks. So I feel like... Are there? Though? I mean, yeah, not I all of like, them. No, Some but of them there's is really like only one way to do it. But you can... I'm just saying there's not more... There's more than one way to approach in a situation, and it's always with common logic. Like, yeah. of course you scare the guy right before he hits the hammer to yeah. scare him. Because mm. it's like... You have to apply cartoon rules to it when you play. Yeah. I love that about it. Like you got to apply basically slapstick humor, cartoon rules, like as if you were Bugs Bunny, except you're a, a goose. So you didn't find that then, like it was just like kind of too silly or too simple. Oh come like, on, kind of too silly. Like a... Dan Colonna, what well, is I this? I guess that's true. <laughs> no way. This, I played this game with Amory, and we, we beat like, it in one sitting. Is, this game felt like, you know, like the psychology of children who just have too much time on their hands. Yeah. So like now they start like pranking their parents just cause to for their own amusement that's like oh, what yeah. this is as a video game and your goose yeah, yeah. definitely <laughs> and your goose and also, there's, like, also there's no repercussions goose. you know yeah. here's my ted talk at the very end is like and also your goose and you're a goose this game was the Good embodiment day. of 
<laughs> you know, just running away with whatever. Your hand over I'm your just mouth. gonna honk. Right. I'm just don't blame me. I'm just a goose. That's right. Um, so, because the, the one thing I was thinking as I was silly, playing Mark? it, no, it's not that I felt it was silly. I think I always assumed what I needed to do was way more complex than it actually was, mm. and. I had the benefit of when I played this game, you guys had already played it. Yeah. So I was texting Dave and Dan, like, I don't get at this. And I'm like saying what I'm thinking I need to do. And it was always, you're thinking like you need to do these five things. No, it's just like this one thing. If you think back on a puzzle that confused you, you feel stupid right now. Like, that's the thing. It's like, I couldn't get that kid to fall over. It's like, well, did you try to untie his shoelaces? Yeah, because like (laughs) every kind of scene kind of overlaps that. It's like you have certain elements. Like the controls itself are pretty simple. You can honk. You can grab things. You can waddle around. And And it's kind of like exploring. Mark was afraid to be that cruel. We were like, "How do I get the kids' glasses?" It's, it's like, also you, that level. You got to bring him down. Like, you got to knock him down a peg. <laughs> yeah, and I, I want to kind of get to like the persona of that a little later. But like, you know, it's pretty simple, and it's it kind of you, you go into each map and you start exploring. Okay, what can I interact with? Because mm-hmm. you know, there's all tons of things, but not necessarily like everything. So it's like, what can I interact with, and then like how do I kind of combine those elements to? do whatever the task is yeah it's, um with it's less of a rube goldberg machine rube goldberg <laughs> rube goldberg Ju- rube, rube, go more jewish it's, it's less of one of those complicated machines and more of a <laughs> this is a square peg and i think i have a round hole but yeah. really yeah. giggity honk, wow. honk to make fit honk to make, <laughs> honk fit. To make fit yes um so was there like a particular puzzle or a map that kind of stuck out with you guys a little bit more Hmm. I was like, oh, that was cool. Oh, uh, you know favorite. what? I'm going to say the entire game. I like how short it is. I like this. It is a good life. Yeah. I like that it leaves you wanting more. Like, there's going to be Goose mm. DLC, and I'm excited. Did anyone mm. do the stuff after the credits? Oh, roll? yeah. I I did, like, one or two things, and going back to, like, trophies and achievements. Mm. Um, the To get the platinum for it, there's things like you have to basically speed run um, the boards, and... Just from reading the, like ways to do it, one thing that people mention it's kind of unpredictable because the humans have a like you know an intelligence to them, but they are moving kind of, you know, dynamically. So it's not exactly like you could perfectly plan for what they're doing. And I enjoyed my experience. The spoilers about how I feel about this game, but I was worried that if I started going down that route, I was going to get more annoyed with it. Like, oh, I need you to do it this at this time because I have to finish this section in three minutes or whatever it is. So I, I kind of walked away from that because I was like, eh, I have my fill with that. So I didn't really mess around too much. But that's good because forcing a plat, as we both forcing learned a plat, recently, we <laughs> we'll have to talk about it next time. But forcing a plat, not a good idea. Just not don't, a good idea. don't do it. But do it. Um, you know what? I, do it. <laughs> no, because the. Uh, no, but well, I no. think if I was going to pick a part. Definitely the interactions with the kid on the street, I enjoyed a lot. Um, oh, I also yeah. love just the rela- – like, there's so many little subtleties about the neighbor relationship where you're going back and oh, forth yeah. between their two yards. Oh, that, that's one of I, my favorite parts of the game. Yeah. I kind of like how British it is. Oh, it's God. very British. Like, you're very in, like, a little – you're in a little British town. Yeah. Well, the developers I looked up, they're actually Australian. And there was, like, I a whole thing about – like, Swedish. Well, you know, British Australian. I thought wow. they were like geese. The same. Wow. Like vague, they thought they were all geese. <laughs> just making it's a game. Like goose, just like hitting the thing. Um, I but think the the farm 
garden stuck out to me a lot. That's very special. Oh, that was the world one one of this game to me. Yeah, I mean, like it's like once it's you discover like, huh. that side hole, and you're like you're good. Yeah. Oh god, once you find the side hole, it, it's a whole different ball game. Well, to to pause on that real quickly because I think that's one thing I want to touch on, like the the impact this game has. But I do want to touch a little bit about like the context of all this is happening because that's actually one of the things I started having some feelings about it when I finished the game and then looking at the internet, I was like, oh my god, people took the ball and ran with us. What do you think is going on? Like Dave, to start with you, like you had that whole thing about just hijinks. And like people just trying to live their lives and this goose like, is interfering. Like, yeah, is that the way you kind of start like almost like a home alone ish. The internet thing? made a whole thing. Oh, they well, made of a thing, course right? it did. The thing is like it, untitled goose game. The real core of it is that it's like pure comedy. Mm. Like when you see the trailer for it, you know, immediately if you want to play it or not. And also this is not a case where it's like um goat simulator where it's legitimately really stupid and people just like forgot to finish a video game and then play it out anyway. Like I was this, actually going to, I'm glad you brought that up. Cause I was going to ask about the, the similarities with this game. I never played good simulator. Yeah. But like this was, this is like an actual fully formed game that people thought about and then like beta tested and released. Hmm. Is that what not Goat Simulator was? It was just like man. Goat Simulator was basically like an example of when they started doing early access on Steam, and the company who did it basically just like threw it out there, and then it, it took off, and they kept just like keeping it in early access. Interesting. And then eventually they just like released it proper, but by that point it was like it, it was like Many a, a years year later, later or something yeah. like. And it was just like a sandbox. It's like what can you do? Yeah. As a goat, yeah. but it was like As not. A a, but it was like the answer was like not a whole lot, right? So, d- does no one put any stock into like there's actually something happening here, or it's just hijinks? No, it's just goose hijinks. Dave, what do you, did you did you have any idea on that? Because I don't want to talk yet. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I have a thought, but I hate He's- it. I, I have know. a thought too. And I, I, kinda I don't have. It, but I, I also think it's just it. as simple as it's a goose game. It's just there to be silly, you know. And I think it's there to, you know. And look, this goose to, just wants yeah. to honk. It doesn't want to. It's not. It's apolitical. It doesn't want to take down capitalism. Yeah. It doesn't want to vote for the right or the left. It just wants to steal a sandwich, honk a little bit, and then go for a it's, swim. It's very punk rock. It's just like so, I don't care about. See, I don't care about. Uh, Authority. <laughs> this, goose See, is, this goose is. You're punk. all. But is it the the whole element? Because that's those one big narrative. Well, first, my personal. Is it? Theory, you're, are you I, going? I are you alarmed. getting to the the model, the model town? The model thing threw me off. I think that's it just. Weird. I think that's just the developers having fun. But see, that's but that's. It, you could see it that way, and I think that it's legitimate. Absolutely, just kind of putting like a basis kind of coat. They're like, having oh, fun and all the little like reading I did about House House, the developers like they clearly are just a bunch of dudes who are just having fun. But there, there is a something interesting the, the conspiracy. about this uh, this agent of chaos that enters this lives that then enters a, a model recreation of this town steals a bell which he's done before and this is like a continual thing because the whole thing where we're like because now 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 it's like inside basically well look the, there's the, something the, the, the to main, that the main crux bit. of it is that you can never truly defeat evil so that's you can never get all the bells <laughs> is the goose evil or is the town evil oh the goose is evil 
Well, you, you so- see, the goose, I think, is putting a mirror up to society and telling <laughs> us that that we might be the evil ones. Because who is this one goose that we are see, projecting as evil? And we say all this in jest, but this is the kind of dialogue that has popped up around this game where, you know, Vin, you mentioned, like, a critique on capitalism and things like that. Like, there is an illegitimate... Like conversation like, about this game, where is this game a really a reflection of a society of drones and I, I do capitalism think there's some like, like that. Uh, reflection of you guys should be paying attention to what's actually important because everyone who's all the people are doing like time wasting or their daily chores. You know what I mean? Mm. Like they're just it's like this ne- goose is ne- trying to ne- wake people up. Yeah, yeah, this is like Neo like in the Matrix. This is, you... this is the goose versus the sheep. Yeah. Get out and... of your head, people. Wake yeah. up, America. <laughs> and it's kind of like, or kind Australia, of an absurd, or... <laughs> like when you really look at like legitimately with just what this game is. Yeah. But, and I think that kind of segues to like the third point I want to kind of bring up for conversation is, you know, tons of indie games come out all the time that are absurd and comical or, you know, whatever but this game has legitimately touched on something that has made it kind of put into the limelight like you know it got there's tons of memes and stuff on twitter it got a the whole spoof thing at the video game awards which is like millions of people i watched, wish that where, was real i know and that's the thing, but like the time went into that yeah. it's just super wide appeal you have to there's something to be said for games that aren't necessarily hard to play like my seven-year-old played and beat this game so you think that's what it is it's that it's just so palatable i I think it is people like people like a goose that can get into some trouble yeah Yeah. and i think there was a, a i mean there's always a time of the podcast where dave wants a game that challenges itself to not be violent to be interesting very true and to be enjoyable Without mm-hmm. having to, you know, I guess go the easy route and kind of make an action game or something. Not that it's easy to make a good action game, but I'm just saying they're more but popular. I, I, half the I, time. I'm not always a fan of all gameplay revolving around shooting. Right, and right. so like, when I'm a game like, can achieve find, that, find a new game. Right, Me. and that's that. And the Goose yeah. Game came along almost right when you like vocalized that and said, "I'm sick of this whole shooting thing," and this game just has this appeal it can anyone can play it there's no violence and that i think really has a huge um a huge this is it's just so good to bridge your seven-year-old to you on the same screen without having to worry about something that's huge i think so and it not being like stardew and like where there's no violence there but it's also like yeah she's gonna need help figuring out everything to do you know stardew valley is so deep and and it, this game is simple and it's fun, yeah. And so's Mario Brothers. And guess but then what? The, <laughs> so you do you discount then, like those conversations that people are digging, where this is like a knock on monotony and the importance of like revolution. I like think those conversations. I think they're important because it's great when something can start a conversation yeah but I, I think don't, i think there's some of that there but i don't think it's on purpose i don't think they said that i don't think the developers went out and decided to make a game that is solely about that mm-hmm. but i think they're they'd be happy to learn that I'm yeah sure i think like point. that's just that's not part of the intent although that may be 
underneath it all, that is what part of the fun is. It's to poke mm. fun at the monotony. The life. kind of fun twist I want to put on that, too, is that the reason Goose Game exists is in part to break that monotony because they didn't want to make a game that looked like the other games. It's like it's like finding silly YouTube clips of crazy things that happen with animals. Like, who got... This deer got in the store, except it's a video game, you <laughs> know? poor deer. Like, that's, it's, it's exactly that, too. And It's just like, yeah. look at this weird thing that happened that you can get a million raises in your life, but if a deer walks into your house, what are you going to do? <laughs> You know, like, like it doesn't matter how important you are. If that happens to you, you're reacting the same way someone else is. Get and, out, dear. Right. Would this game be as popular if it was a, a different, different animal? animal? Like no. if it was a squirrel. I don't no, know. No, it has to be goose. Gooses are perfectly yeah. obnoxious. It's the yep. honk. Is that what it is? And they're so dope, dopey looking, right? Like they they, are they waddle, they're fat, and then they're skinny But he's also and white and pure. <laughs> right, and beautiful with his wingspan. <laughs> Much like uh, our souls. I oh like that gosh. when he runs, his wings come out. Yep. And also, like... That's, that was for real. And it, also, like, if you've ever been chased by a goose, you know how scary it can be. All right, so in Staten Island... By a goose? Staten Island has a Have lot of Have you not been? Oh, no. like, go- geese are just... Geese are just... They like, own the island. You've never been like, uh, oh, let's go feed the ducks, and then the geese show up, and then they get, like, all up in your face? This is our turf. Give no. us yeah, the geese are like the <laughs> animal mafia. Yeah. No, they, they, they are the they are the yakuza of like the duck kingdom. <laughs> you you bring Nell somewhere to feed duck. I bet you geese will show now, up and ruin the just welcomed to. geese to <laughs> attack <laughs> his daughter. What is that Seriously. narrative that I just experienced? <laughs> All right. Any other final points you guys want to bring up before we move on? It's just such a great game, and it's totally playable, and you should do it. Like uh, is Very this playable. is this final point time? Like because that's I don't know. Yeah, final points. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm untitled done. untitled goose for smash oh my god 2op oh. 2op see you know it's it, it, it like a great assist like trophy like, <laughs> forget <laughs> get rid of all these fire emblem characters give me more goose it's true there are so many fire emblem characters in or smash. Yeah, or you really want to impress it. me put the goose in fire emblem whoa <laughs> I feel like it would contrast greatly. You just select the goose to move and it just the whole map is lit up. No, like that. I definitely enjoyed it. I think it's cute. I think it's got such a charm to it. I thought the puzzles were, they, there are some that legitimately made me think, and I had to kind of work through it and to figure out what to do. And there is a layer after you finish it where there are these extra things you could do on the map. So it has a replayability. But at the same time, it is absolutely the perfect length. Like I finished it, I think, in two days of playing, basically. So like that was it was just nice and it was palatable. It was it's I can understand why it's so popular. I think it's a good game. But also at the same time, like it's just funny watching how this game has built such a persona. Let me ask you a question. Did you go into this conversation? Because I haven't experienced this side of Goose Game. Did you come into this conversation feeling a little overwhhelmed by how much popularity it gained and like people are blowing this game not, out of proportion not, or, not in a bad way but it almost feels like it's, it's like when a joke when the, you make a joke about a joke suddenly it's like this game is just it's a it's a goose that just is running around you think that the internet ran off with it too far and it kind of but see, that's what's funny, though. It's like, is there suddenly not a legitimacy to the fact where suddenly people see something in something enough to take it the distance? There's so many things we're exposed to. It's there. So many. But it's that's right. It's see there. It. Yeah. But, but it's, it's not... just funny how this is the thing that people were like, 
I see it there, and I'm gonna see how far I can take. But that's this. because they Let's go. This is this is like a social commentary thing. But when when something like that is seen, it is because they want to. But mm. that doesn't mean it was put there on purpose. But that doesn't delegitimize the fact that it's there at all. Yeah, it's the idea of like you know the author's relationship with the right. work that they create. It's like they could have intent, but once it's out there, it is no longer theirs. Yes. It's everybody's. It's yes. like, what do you want to dissect from? So, it? It, but I I can see why your your feelings on this are, are what they are because i feel the same a, way it's, like, it's interesting yeah uh final words dave and vin anything else to say listen <laughs> <laughs> it's it's great it's great i don't know what else to say play I'm the listening. game if you haven't you know listen yeah listen. it ain't my fault that i'm out here getting loose <laughs> gotta blame it on the goose gotta blame it on the goose baby yeah, yeah, e, yeah, yeah, e. Is that the song? Yeah, yeah, e, yeah, yeah. This is—I didn't know that was the song. Is he talking about persona. Grey Goose? I can't believe it. My mind's blown. There no, no, she's. I can only assume she's talking about Untitled Goose Game. Oh, okay. it's only—it's only possible. But what is not possible is what's going to happen tonight in the trivial. It's not possible. So it's a big deal. This is unprecedented. This is—we're at ninety-three episodes in. This is this is getting weird. So here we go. This is, this <laughs> it is getting weird. This is getting getting weird. weird. It is. We're still doing this thing. A lot of unconventional things going on. Dave on brand two. Dan one. Mark very off brand has two points. Mm, In yeah. contention for the Wait. Silver Monkey. Today's the last episode of this season. So Silver Monkey getting dropped tonight. It's happening. Ooh. I just realized something. What? You have a fear of success. Maybe that's what it is. Because Actually, you, I think it was a, it was a fear of a Mark good has a fear of success. Connection. Sorry, I mumbled. I think Mark said it. Well, he's going to tell. I know already the stakes, but I think the stakes make it so Mark has a bigger chance of losing. Well, here's what it is. We had high stakes, but now an agent of chaos has entered this Vin. realm. With Vin. Vin. I am a goose now. Right. And he's in. And he's going to crunk everything up. So here's how this is going to work crunk. tonight. Okay. It's my tastemaker, so I can't get a point. I can't come away with this. Huge fear of success. Unless we get some sort of tiebreaker scenario. So we have a three-way tastemaker. If Dave wins, Dave gets his silver monkey. Bro, you're banking on me to win. Eighth of the show. If Dan wins, super double mega. I'm pretty sure in Mark's head, the ideal situation is that Vin wins. Ideal situation <laughs> is that Vin wins, honestly. That's funny that you said that because if Vin wins, Vin will be awarded a silver monkey. He'll take which it. Which means ninety-three episodes into this ep- this this podcast, I've been on every episode. We will have the same amount of silver monkeys, <laughs> Vin and I. And they're awarded in no physical manner. They're just no there. Physical manner. You have it's it. In your, that's it. It's, it's in your heart and your it's soul. Free you shipping. Know when you have a silver monkey. That's yeah. right. I'm you gonna just go on Etsy that, and I'm gonna get You just my know own that you have monkey. it from the rest of your <laughs> You feel it in your pocket at all times. So I need Dan to win. This yeah, I was gonna say, like you put all your chips on me. I'm on kind of a, a So a poopy with this in right mind, now. I was putzing around, thinking about what am I gonna do? Bring it back a mark favorite. Personal mark favorite. We're bring it back unlikely comparisons. Okay. Uh, I don't know what that is. For Vin, <laughs> you don't know what that is. You'll know what it is. You for Vin know. and all uh, the listener, as the listener tunes in, um, Unlikely Comparison is a game where I take something from a game and I compare it to something you would not think it would be compared to. And we are suddenly surprised how hard it is to distinguish between these two things. Um, 
It's a very simple game. Do you have I'm an example gonna, for the listener and Vin? Uh, well, and I'm going to tell you what the scenario is. <laughs> you guys know this game. I did yeah, it with... <laughs> but just in case Vin doesn't. Well, so here's... here's It's a very simple game. So all we're going to do is I'm going to give you the name of something. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you tell me, is this a enemy from a Soulsborne game? Oh, okay. Or is this an Elton John song? Very okay. Simple. Yeah. So, wow. Elton John song? Enemy from a Soulsborne game. I understand okay. that Dan, Dan and I, you guys are hard bros. Dan and I are Souls bros. That's right. That's right. That. We are Souls bros. So I made sure, for the most part, these are all enemies that are not bosses. So you don't see the name. Oh, this, this is, is actually unless, the, I thought that was an example. This is actually yeah, the category This is set. the actual game. This okay. is it. <laughs> so Dan, while you might think might have an advantage, he really doesn't because he's probably not been exposed. Names. You don't, don't see their names. You don't you just get killed by them 20 times and then cry in the corner. Yeah. So if you feel strongly you want to go first, you just let me know. I will be keeping track of who wins what. I have Yeah, I'll go uh, first. Let's do it. Twelve. Alright, so the first one is Are we all guessing on each one or are we taking turns? Everyone guesses for each one. Okay. And if you get it right, you get a point. If you don't get it right, you don't get a point. And whoever okay. has the most points at the end wins. Here this we go. This is when we learn that Vin has an impeccable knowledge of Elton John's discography. I I, I do like Elton John. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we're gonna say. So maybe you have an unfair. That's answer. awesome. All right. So the first one is A Marina. A Marina. I'm gonna Is that an Elton John song or a Soulsborn? I'm anime? gonna say it's an Elton John song. Uh I'm gonna It sounds so familiar. I I feel it like does. it's an early Elton John. I'm gonna go Elton John. I'm going Soulsborn. A Marina is an Elton John song. Nineteen seventy off his album Tumbleweed Connection. Yeah, I, so, I like Dave's strategy it. of always he makes sure that Go the it, opposite. I mean, you, well, it's a good strategy because you either get the point. No, mm. it's not a good strategy. <laughs> <I> think so <laughs> it's not a good strategy. All right, second one. Here we go. Claw hammer. Claw hammer. Oh, this is sneaky. Claw snacky. hammer. I'm going with Soulsborne character. And by Soulsborne, just in case that needs clarity, Dark Souls one, two, three. Bloodborne, Sekiro. I did. I here, here's, I'm gonna I'm gonna double down. I'm gonna go Elton John. Whoa, D- Dave. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Dan on this one. I'm gonna go that it's a Soulsborne enemy. Vin Forte is the only one who's correct. What? That is Claw from Hammer, one of his Elton. more recent albums. 2016, off Claw Wonderful Hammer? Crazy Night. <clears throat> I did not suspect that a guy whose podcast is called Rassle Rap. Big Elton John fan. Way to typecast Vin Forte. He's a yeah. man of many hats. Clearly, yeah. this is a mistake on me. All right. He's one. one of the most knowledgeable people I know <laughs> when it comes to media. Clearly. If, <laughs> just saying. All right. Next one. Ready? Sweet Painted Lady. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Now I don't know anything. Sweet Painted Lady. Stop talking that, about is, that is an Elton John song. I'm, I agree. It's an Elton John I song. I also am going with Vin on this one. Because I know for a fact what album that's from. <laughs> He's no. absolutely correct. It is that is from Yellow Brick Road. It is Yellow Brick Road. Mark, the best laid plans. I stumbled on something. I did not expect him to know all this. Oh, you I tried picking things I thought we could have told you. I should have. All right, next one. Ready? Here we go. Current love, scoreboard. I, Dave I 1, this. Dan 2, Vin 3. <laughs> now looking good. It's looking great for one of us. Right. Next one. I love this. Living Failures. Dan Colonna? Oh, sorry, sorry. Wrong game. Wrong game. 
mean. I shouldn't have said that about myself. The game. That was mean. Living who's, who's afraid of success now? That uh, is... Uh, <laughs> you know what? I mean, you guys go for because I feel like means, you're you're banking on me now. I'm gonna, I'm go. gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Soulsborne enemy, living failures. I'm gonna hang out with my uh, my my Dave bro over here and do that too. So I will uh, also it choose. Is, it is uh, it is Soulsborne. I'm you were all Soulsborne. correct. Oh my it is god! A living, it is a boss from the Bloodborne DLC. What? You're all curious. What was it again? It was living a failures. DLC boss. No. What was the name again? Living failures. That it was like, like a like a group enemy. Such a you're gonna right. tell me that that's a boss. You win just by entering the fight. I guess so, but apparently. That's weird. Anyway, next one. Pagan tree. Pagan tree. All right, I'm gonna start this one up. I'm gonna go ahead and solid Elton John song. Solid Elton John. I'm yeah, gonna, just I'm, gonna Elton go, I'm gonna go Soulsborn. I am also going Soulsborn. Oh no. <laughs> Wait, so recap. I've chosen what? Elton John song. They chose not so. And they are correct. Pagan Tree, uh, Dark Souls 2. Re- ah, that's. Mm. Mm. I hate that game so bad. <laughs> I hate that game so bad. Might have picked a lot of Dark Souls 2 stuff just it's for this so list. So bad that game. Uh, Chris Gorbrand, recap. Vin 5, Dave and Dan 3. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Okay, next one Tinderbox. Tinderbox, dude. What? Elton uh, Johnson. I'm gonna go Elton Soulsborne. Johnson. You know what stinks about this game? Now I'm seeing all of these names in. You're thinking you're thinking about all no, the I'm enemies. I'm seeing <laughs> it in the font. Come on, Dan. <laughs> um, Tinderbox is a Elton John song. Elton John song. Dave, what did you say? I said Elton John song. You're all correct. Oh. From the Captain and Kid album, yep. 2006. But, but the needle doesn't move. Needle doesn't move. The needle doesn't move. It only goes in the six favor. Four four. I'm Freaking so stoked. Mid, undefeated. This is right awesome. Now. Oh, is he really? Yes. He hasn't got he has one not, wrong. He has not Dude, missed one yet. That's amazing. <laughs> All right, next one. Ready? Yeah. Bed of Chaos. Oh, that is a Dark Souls boss. Oh, he feels confident about it. I'm Bed I'm, of Chaos. I'm gonna go with an Elton John song. <laughs> <laughs> I am going with Dark Souls. You should have went with them, Dave. Well, Bed of a, Chaos is actually not, a boss too. I'm, well, I'm starting it's to try to. Fun. I'm starting to try and swerve a little because I gotta. I gotta make up ground. Gotta make up ground See, here. This well, is now the you strategy lost that you just told me it wasn't. Good. I didn't say. Story, I, I said it was a bad strategy, but I'm still doing <laughs> oh. it. <laughs> well, uh, 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 Bed of Chaos, very interesting subplot weird about that boss. boss. He's got like weird stuff going on. Anyway. Uh, next one, we got five more. Here we go. Next one. Cur- curse Jar. I got one of those in my pizzeria in Brooklyn. Bada boom. I pay for a vacation with that thing. Hey! But is it referencing a Soulsborne enemy? It's or is it referencing an Elton El- You think an Elton Johnson? It's my guess. I don't even know. That's a guess. Mm. Sounds like an item. Cur- curse Jar or Cursed? Curse. Like, I, I have a Curse Jar. A past here. tense curse. No curse. Oh, okay. That does not sound like an Elton John song that I recognize. I'm gonna go with the Souls. Hmm. I went with Elton John song. I think. Dave. I just don't think. It, I mean, I'm gonna go with uh, Soulsborne. It is a Soulsborne enemy. Oh. It Dark Souls two again, Dan. It's oh, been your play. It's such a bad game. It's. <laughs> 
It's not a bad game. It's just bad to me. One, two, three, four. Sorry. Okay, here's, Sorry. The, here's the scenario here. If Vin gets one more point and you guys don't, he wins, right? He clinches. All right, well, I'm going to try to clinch. <laughs> I can't believe he was an Elton John. Hold I can't on. believe it. I'm clinching right now. Okay. I was going to say, right. clinch it. Yeah. Here we go. Ready? Next one. Lady Samantha. That's an Lady Elton John song. Samantha. You sure about that, Dan? <laughs> I was. <laughs> um, you don't have to go first, Dan, for the record. All right. Good call. Not going to go first. But now you know what I think it is. Someone with conviction. Step up. Lady Samantha. I'll go with the Elton John song. I am also going Elton John. Me as well. It is an Elton John song. It's a non-album single from 1969. Come on. Come on. (laughs) All right. Everyone's still in contention. Well, Lady Samantha, it's like, you know, usually it's like Lady of the Black Forest. You know, not like. Oh, Lady Samantha. Maybe she was a thing. All right. Here's the next one. Old Maid. Elton John song. It's a, it's a dark song. Old Maid. That's a, it's a Bloodborne boss. Is it? Oh, oh wait. Oh. You could change, Dan, if you I'm want. Confusing I'm confusing myself. I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with Elton John anyway. Dave says Elton John. I'm gonna go Bloodborne. I'm thinking I stick to to not Elton John song. So, so he's saying Soulsborne, Born, Vin, and uh, Soulsborne, Dan. Okay. Not from Bloodborne, but from Sekiro, Old Maid. Okay. So, Dave, you're out. I'm out. Oh, you've pit me against Vin? I'm out. Five, six, seven. No, Dave. Oh, no, you, no, it's actually over. Vin has clinched. Oh! <laughs> I was wondering let's do, why. Let's do the last one. Let's do the last one. Just There's one. two more. Midnight Creeper. Midnight Keeper? Creeper. Midnight That's Elton John song. Creeper. That is an Elton John song, I believe, off the hell. It was the number one from like the early seventies. I don't know if it's Tumbleweed or Shoot uh, or the Incredible. Shoot Me on the Piano Player. I can't take this kid. I, I can't. I love it. He knows the albums He's that it's from. Really good. It is at from nineteen seventy three. Don't shoot me. I'm only on the piano. That's yeah. the name of the album. <laughs> Last one was Fluorescent Flower. That's Dark Soulsborne. Souls. That's Soulsborne. That's got to be. It is. That's Bloodborne, baby. Did he nail no. all of them? He didn't miss one. He right? did not get one wrong. <laughs> I Dude, did not well, pick the right tastemaker for this. That's his Silver Monkey for sure. I, I'm going to make a prediction. <sighs> Dave is going to rightfully claim that he was the most ill-equipped. <laughs> oh, absolutely! One. You are after, you are on point there. <laughs> Did, did, when did you know? Did you know when you were making the? the you know what? There were other Elton John songs. There were other Elton John songs you could have picked that would have worked. Oh, Razor Face play. would have been a good There's one. There's this whole series of oh, games Razor. that Dave doesn't play. Let's just. <laughs> I was just thinking, how many songs can we know from Elton John? Yes, Dan knows Bloodborne, but if I just pick weird like enemy things, he won't know that. You know, it seems like it's, Vin you know likes what? rap. He's not gonna know Elton John. He likes rap and he likes rock and he likes hip hop. He likes Listen, this opera. didn't work out. None of this worked out. For me. <laughs> Listen, work I'm, out. I'm shocked you didn't pick any off Madman Across the Water. Which, by the way, <laughs> that could have been one by itself. But on that album alone, you've got Razorface, Indian Sunset. Uh, rotten peaches. Razor face would have been a good. Razor face would have totally. been a great one. Yes. I'm sorry to think that maybe from software uses Elton John songs to kind of inspire themselves. Inspired. from Boss names. 
Okay. Uh, well, well, Vin, congratulations on being the only... You want a silver monkey. We're equal in silver monkeys. <laughs> your, congratulations. Your podcast showing is now equal to your amount of silver monkeys. We took 93 episodes. Mark got one. I got and one. you got one off of one episode. So feel, feel good done. about it. Thank feel you, tra- Vin. Cherish it forever. I will. Thank I'll you. hold it. I'll hold it close when I sleep tonight. <laughs> it's, it's, you have it. It's in. It's in. It's been in your house the whole time. Well, I also hear you, listener. Thanks for listening to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, tell your friends, tell your your folks, tell your pets. You can find us in all the usual places. Vin Forte, guest starring today. Vin, where can they find your beautiful voice and they can interests? They can find me on Twitter. Follow me at MightyVin. Uh, go to WrestleRap.com for all relevant links to them. We're on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google Play, Spotify, uh, at WrestleRap on Twitter and Instagram to follow us there. And uh, episodes come out every Saturday morning. That's awesome. And we're also on uh, Dash Radio Station, Dash Talk X, um, Mondays and Saturdays. Cool. Boom. Lots of avenues. And you Beautiful. know us, listener, as the usual spots, uh, all those different podcast places, Twitter at dinos- Dino underscore Machines. I'm at Magrocrag. I'm at Zombie underscore Pirate. I'm at Dino Mac. And I want to thank you, Vin. You came yeah, on. Thank you, Vin. Thanks, kind of short notice, but... You came you on, it. and I'm so happy. This is like one of the episodes that I was like, we got to have been on for on Telugu's game. I, I want to be on again, and I'm gonna, I want to get everyone to play Time Spinner. I will reach out to the developer and see if I can get free codes. I'll ask. Codes for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might have to wait until the season after, because we have set the games for next season. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Question is, to- Dave actually put the games in the machine before we run it. This might be when he's scrambling. He's like, oh, stinker oh, butt. I, <laughs> what are some of the games? What's the preview? What are some we, of the games? I, so games for next season. We have My Two, which are Kentucky Route Zero, Nine Years in the Making or whatever, and uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts, which is a music video in game and, form. And I've got My Two, which are Super Hot and The Messenger. And I have After, yeah, I have after Party in Greece. So I'm running the machine now. And Good. it is... First game is super hot. Oh super hot. Super hot. That's super the game hot. where you shoot these, but it's like you're an action. You slow star. down time. If you're moving, time they're moves. moving, mm. as well as the bullets in the time. This will be interesting because you guys are going to play it flatsies. I'm going oh, super hot VR. Sir, Dude. I hate to break it to you, but I've already oh. played it in VR. What? Yes, you sir. cheated on us, Dan. I did. For years, I've had this game in my pocket. Oh, my God. Wait, well, how are you going to play it in VR? I've already done it, sir. Oh, you played the sir. whole thing? Uh, oh, I played as much of a game as I usually play, you know? <laughs> All right. That, that says everything I've played hours of this game. I will say that. So. <laughs> All right. Well, listener, next time you be tuning in, we'll be talking about Super Hots. If you want to pick it up, this is the time to do it. Until then, we'll yeah. see you next time. Thanks again, Vin, for joining us, as always. Uh, listener, have a good night. Good night. There's too many people in this goose. And there's no, uh, there's no Steam store for this situation. Are you kidding me? Dude, Epic got the, Epic got the... Oh, Epic, Epic got, got the it. on it. They they were like, they why do you always gotta make it, it about Dax, Dan? Why why to Dax do you fly?
Hey, but let's be unreal. Isn't it always about a dick? It does always come back 